Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee's Dance. Hey there, cutie pants. <laughs> Am I as studly as the statue of David or what? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time djlittlerock.com check availability and get a free price quote and maybe you can have me at your next event you know i like to party with the people the people need to be entertained are you not entertained let me entertain you today on the program speaking of entertainment i got bennett preslow out of new york city new york city yeah new york city bennett breslow singer songwriter rapper so much more so much more producer uh loop maker yeah you're gonna hear a little bit more about bennett breslow in the next few minutes so stick around kind of excited for you to hear all about bennett bennett bennett, bennett breslow and here i'm so excited i can't even talk <laughs> this week's shows i will my one public show is over at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. The video dance party karaoke jam. Yes, I said karaoke. That's my faithful one public show that I have almost every Friday night. And then Saturdays, I save those for the private shows. Yeah, the weddings, the corporate events, the birthday parties. Something different, you know? I like to play for the people. So much fun. But uh, come and find me at the Rab on Friday night from 8 p.m. until 1230 in the AM. It's the video dance party karaoke jam. I said karaoke. You're the stars of the show. We set up the concert starring you. That's right. You get to be the star, at least for about three or four minutes, however long it takes to make a song. Kind of exciting. And they, they got a full bar. The kitchen's open. Pool tables. They got a pool tournament on Friday nights. So if you want to try your hand at playing pool and possibly make some money while you're doing it, come and check out the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Friday night, 8 p.m. till 1230 in the AM. All right, that's enough intro. Let's get into it with Bennett Breslow. I got him on Skype. So if you're listening to the audio version, check out the video version on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys dan hey if you're driving a car or riding a bike or doing something that you know video would prevent you from doing or you might get hurt don't watch the video (laughs) watch stay with the audio but uh you know if you're just sitting relaxing maxing check out the video all right that's enough of that (laughs) why did i do that that (laughs) public service message people know when they can watch video and when they can't watch video live your life i got him on skype let's uh skype Bennett Breslow now. Well, all right, Mr. Bennett Breslow in the house. 
Look at that beautiful yes. face. Look at that smile. Look at that punum for the people that are listening to the audio version of this. They're missing out. That's right. If you have a, if you have FOMO, uh, you can FOMO no mo. Just check out the video on my YouTube page, and you'll see Bennett Breslow right there next to me. Yeah, that's right. He's a looker. He's a looker. I appreciate. That. <laughs> so unless Thank he's you. unless he's taken, ladies, take a look. <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh. i am not so. ah look at that he's currently un uh, unencumbered but that's he is right. working on his music career man and uh I if sure if am. your videos if your youtube if your uh if your online presence is any indication you are out you are out to kill man out to uh proverbially uh metaphorically kill when you go on stage when you get in front of a microphone uh you are you're the real deal man i'm impressed already but bennett breslow for the the people that don't thank know you. yet give the people an idea of who you are for sure well first of all thank you so much for having me i really appreciate that and that was quite the introduction so <laughs> thank you very much i appreciate that for sure yeah so my name is bennett i'm a, a pop r&b recording artist and i just love spreading love and positivity and that's really what the message behind my music is is that you know uh love is the greatest gift we've been given and it's something that all of us can you know i feel like have a common denominator on and for me music has just always been something that uh has touched my my heart and my soul in a special way and and those two things are really the biggest motivators of my life and i thought you know what let's just put love and music together and create something really uh inspiring that hopefully can really touch people so that's uh that's basically what i do yeah mr bennett breslow it is what you do man you've been <laughs> all right all right i mostly i stay i stayed on your facebook i mean on your uh youtube you have a you have a, mm -hmm. a good online presence i'm not sure if you do that all Thank by yourself you. or if you have a team I behind do. you no i do it all by myself see that is difficult <laughs> it's difficult to to get to all right you can get to this level. You can get to the level mm -hmm. where you're at. But to get to that next level, sometimes you need to have a team to help you out. But I guess you're right. uh, you would call yourself an independent artist. But I, I you have a skill yeah. that is rare. Not only can you rap, which you do very well, you can Thank also you. sing. It, you know, did, you. when did you figure out that you could sing? So um just to clarify i do i guess i do have a, a small team so shout out to uh my amazing i have an amazing partner in music her name's joya she actually set this up for me tonight so shout out to joya i have to give a big shout out to her and the um friendship society because we've just been uh working hard together on that so um so i do have a small team Yes, I'm very blessed. It's good to give um, credit where credit is due. That's for sure. That's absolutely, you know, I, I have to, especially now, like I've been working with Joya for a few months and it's just been going great. And when you find somebody that really, uh, you know, works well for you, go with it. Um, uh, but back to back to your question. So with, with singing, when did I know? So I actually started singing before I started rapping. Um, I had been singing since I was a young kid and whether it was just like my bedroom or whatever the case, but I just, I always loved singing and I always loved music. And um, I just kind of, as I got older, I was like, okay, like this is something that I want to get into and like do and, and have fun with and, and turn this into, you know, a profession one day. And then, um, 
so I started singing first, but when I originally started writing my own music, it was all rapping. It was all rapping lyrics. So, um, yeah. And then I started, I had like my whole Justin Bieber thing that I did for a while. And that was like, really like the, the start to it all for me in terms of like singing. Cause like when I would travel around as him, I did like Justin Bieber impersonating for a year. Um, and that was a lot of fun. But when I was out performing as him, I was really singing his songs. Like it wasn't like a backing track or like you see some of these um, lookalikes and uh, impersonators sing to like, you know, uh, the track and, and or sometimes they just lip sync. But no, I was doing the whole thing. I was learning his dances and I was out there putting on a on a show. And so that's when I was like, OK, like I won't really want to do this. Like this is fun. And so that was it. Like I had that moment that year and I really took it seriously after that. Well, that's almost like a cosplay uh, of, uh, uh, of another person. And I was showing, right. I was showing some of the, the music videos that you have of which you have quite a few and not just music mm-hmm. videos, but also videos of you doing your live performances. There's a sessions video that's like two hours long where you were just yeah. telling stories and, and playing music and, and singing songs. But I said, uh, I said to the wife and, and she, kind of agreed with me i go he's got kind of a little justin bieber vibe to him but you know i see where you broke out from that but it's good Mm -hmm. that you know you you found you're giving the people gems this primarily is a learning podcast and we're learning from you today bennett breslow but you can break into the music business you can break break into the entertainment business if you got a niche you know even even uh, ariana grande famously goes on jimmy fallon Mm -hmm. and impersonates celine dion and Britney and uh, Christina Aguilera and all these other uh, artists. So it's nice to have that skill to where you not only have your own uh, talent, your own style, but you also can emulate the styles of others, which means you could not only take it you know, uh, to the Brent, Bennett Breslow show, uh, people might uh, find you and say, hey, you know what? I want to have you in my movie. And could you do this kind of uh, of an impersonation sure. or you can act like you're uh, exactly. a different person. You don't necessarily have to be Justin Bieber, but what if you were, what if one of those, and I'm putting it out there to the universe, one of those, uh, right. those spoof movies comes out and they said, Hmm, we need a Justin Bieber sound alike or look alike. Yeah. That's right. And, and it's going to be like one of those, uh, those spoof movies. And all of a sudden Justin Bieber shows up <laughs> and it's really Bennett Breslow as the beebs hey hey, i'm a fan man i'm a fan are you a fan of justin bieber or is it something what is it what is it that got you to do that in particular so it's actually a funny story so i didn't know who justin bieber was now i'm a huge fan like that i he's a big inspiration in my own music so now i'm a huge fan but back when it originally happened like I really didn't know who he was and I was out one night with, I don't know, a group of friends or whatever. And somebody came up to me and was like, wow, you really look like Justin Bieber. I'm like, well, who is that? Like, all right. So I went home, looked him up and I was like, eh, like, all right, whatever. So the next time this is, this is, this is what did it for me. I was actually at a Demi Lovato concert and I think I was with like the girl I was with at the time we went to at Mohegan sun in Connecticut and uh we were eating dinner and at the restaurant i was having people come up to me and like want to take pictures of me and like 
I was like, okay, this is kind of weird, but like, I, I didn't put one and two together. So we go in the concert starting and we just get bombarded by girls, like dropping to their knees, freaking out. I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Like, who do they think I am? So security actually asked us to leave till the show started. Um, so they like kept us to the side for a while. So finally, whatever I, I, found a girl who realized that I wasn't him. And I was like, who do they think I am? And they're like, Oh, Justin Bieber. I was like, Oh wow. Okay. So show's done. We're leaving and security stops us. We were starting to like create like a hazard because we were like swamped by girls. Like it was crazy. It really was. And, uh, they made us like sit in the casino for a while till like it died down and it didn't die down. They took us up the back, um, staircase to the, the parking garage to get to the car. And like, we're just walking, walking, we turn around cause we're finally about to be at the car and the security is just like holding like waves of girls off. And I was just like, this is, this is crazy. And so like the next day we, I was like, well, let's look into this. You know what I mean? Like there could be something. Um, and I actually had an agency find me and they contacted me and, um, I built a great relationship with the owner and I signed my contract and, and that was kind of that. But so now, so now years later, like I can say like, yeah, I'm a fan of, of Justin Bieber's and I love his music and I think he's an incredible, credible talent. And yeah. So I take a lot of that with me. Well, there's a guy that had to grow up in front of the spotlight. Okay. If, if people had cameras mm-hmm. in front of my face 24 hours a day while I was growing up from 16 to 22, uh, yeah, I would have screwed up quite a bit. People would have seen yeah, sure. all the stupid stuff that I did when I was a kid. So yeah, I, exactly. I feel for him, you know, and I know I, I'm glad that he grew up and, but okay. For people that, that are watching the video, they're going, well, he doesn't look much like Justin Bieber. If you watch some of the videos, you had the blonde <laughs> hair. You really, yeah. you know, if you combed it a certain way, you can really play the persona. And even the tattoos sure. could do it. But that's yeah. a that's a way to break into the business, you know, to get that niche. You know, people are always for sure. looking for that way to get in. And I, I guess Justin Bieber started out on YouTube, but that's where he, mm-hmm. he got his start as well. Uh, you know, and, and people found him there. Now, where did this agency find you? Um, I I think it was social media. I think it was either, uh, Twitter. It could have been YouTube because we were posting a lot of videos to kind of get myself out there. So I think it was either Twitter or YouTube. I'm not so much big on Twitter anymore, but back when I feel like the rise of social media first really took off. Well, Everybody you, wonder, was on Twitter, you so. wonder if it happens, the the Hollywood story, the, the California That's story, right. the New York story, if people get discovered still. And I guess people do still get discovered. And I guess it's not in person a lot of times. A lot of times it's social media. It makes it a little mm-hmm. bit easier to find somebody from all over the world. You know, I, I, Okay, the story that just popped into my head when, um, mm-hmm. when Journey – you know, lost Steve Perry as a singer. I guess he, his yeah. throat got got messed up. Well, they found Arnel Pineda all the way on the other side of the world in the Philippines, and he was a sound alike uh, for a, a band that he had called Zoo, and he was singing a lot mm-hmm. of '80s music. And in his repertoire was was uh, a, was Steve Perry, and he could sing just like Steve Perry. So now he's the lead singer for Journey. 
But I'm not yeah. saying that you're going to take over for the Beebs. You got your own thing going. <laughs> You've broken away from that. But you're that's you're right. in New York City. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. guessing that's where you were born and raised. If I if I read your bio correctly, you're in a city. I was yeah, I was raised there. I, I wasn't born. I was born in Pennsylvania, but I moved. I was adopted and at like seven days old. So close. You could essentially, say I was born there. <laughs> close enough. Pennsylvania is just a, a skip and a jump away. You know, if you've yes, been right. in, in New York City or in the surrounding areas uh, it, since you were seven days old, uh, yeah, I, I think you you can call yourself a New Yorker. But you're in a town with seven million of your closest friends. It's hard yeah. to break away. It's hard to to make a name for yourself with all these mm-hmm. people that are striving to to, to be heard, to be seen. But you're doing it, man. You're doing the job. It's nice that you have Thank people you. that are helping you along. And I'm glad that you're here in front of me because I'm going to say, oh, I knew Brennan Brislow when he when he was doing when he was at this level. Now he's way That's up right. at that level at the next level. But tell me about Amen. little little Bennett, little Bennett growing up. You said you started uh, singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's OK. If I look at your bio, two years old. What, what songs oh, yeah, you singing at two years young. old? I mean, so so we'll take it back. We'll take it way back. Please. So um, I'm transgender. Okay. And and growing, I transitioned maybe I don't know 2000, 2017. Okay. And uh, music was just kind of like this thing for me as a kid that I could just really escape to. Um, but yeah, no, I started I started singing young. Like I look back at like home videos that my dad and my mom took. Um, and I happened to actually find one not, not too long ago. And it was like me and my sister, like playing around or whatever, but like, I was like putting on a show and I was like, Oh, okay. So like, this really is like a personality trait that, you know, I have had my, my entire life. So yeah, I mean, it was just a variety of music that growing up my, before I was born, actually, my dad was a playwright and he was writing musicals and plays and songs like all over the place. So music was always, always being played at my house. Uh, I mean, everything from like Barbra Streisand to Ella Fitzgerald to the Beatles to Elvis. Um, I fell in love with Mariah Carey at a very young age (laughs) and, uh, that was like that was it for me. That's that's when I was like, I want to do that. Just her voice changed my life. So okay, well, this is very topical for me personally. Okay, I have a uh, a a child that mm-hmm. uh, I've raised as a as a girl uh, all mm-hmm. the way up to seventeen, and just mm-hmm. last week she decided that she is now wants to transition or at least mm-hmm. wants to identify as a boy. Yeah, and that's something wow. that you went through. Yeah. And now, I yeah. mean, I mean, was it hard? Was it, it can't be easy. Cause all right. She ran off. Uh, my mm-hmm. wife and I had to go and, and get her in Detroit. I'm in Arkansas oh, right wow. now. We drove to oh, Detroit my and my uh, brother and sister happened to be in Washington, which is a little more mm-hmm. liberal state than Arkansas. You know, yeah. you know, I think it, uh, she'll do, uh, he'll do a lot better in mm-hmm. Washington than he, yeah. than he would do it in Arkansas. So, mm-hmm. They met us and took my child to uh, to mm-hmm. Washington, and we've kind of been kind of coming to grips with uh yeah. with the the transition. I, I mean, I, I know this might be a, a personal journey for you, but if you can mm-hmm. disclose, if you could help the next person out, you know how how, how did you 
how did you do that transition? Because you are, you know, I mean, it looks like you're fully, you're, you're, thank you. You're fully uh, accepting the Bennett Breslow. That's right. Um, I think, you know, it, it, it wasn't overnight. It wasn't like, it took me a long time to come to terms with, with who I was and who I am. And, um, I'm very much the kind of guy, or at least, uh, transgender man kind of guy that, you know, I just want to be recognized as a guy and that's, that's a plus in my, you know, to who I am. It's not necessarily who I am. Um, which I think that we, we all, I think is just people can get wrapped up and is, is suddenly, you know, somebody comes out as transgender and now that's who they are, you know, and it's suddenly there that that's the identity. And, um, I had to kind of get comfortable with that, you know, like it wasn't something that I was fully comfortable with. It took me a, a long, long time to come to terms with that. Um, and some people might argue when I, when I say come to terms, but it wasn't something that I was like, yeah, like, let's go. Yahoo. You know, like I, I'm not, I, I just, I wasn't at that point. And obviously now, you know, I'm going on my sixth year. Uh, and you know, I've had my top surgery. I've been on hormones now going on six years and I'm preparing for other things through my transition. But it, it was, it, it was a very difficult moment, especially as a musician, you know, I knew there were some changes that I was going to go through and I was nervous that I wasn't going to be able to kind of get back into the, the routine of things. And, you know, I do know some transgender men, men who are musicians as well, who have decided not to take hormones because it, it can mess with their voice and, and uh, everything under the sun. And so I, I was like, but no, I have to, I have to do that for myself. I need to, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it fully and commit to it. And, um, you know, I don't think it was a huge surprise to everybody, you know, like obviously as parents, like it's very, I'll, I'll give it to my parents. Like my parents have really done an incredible job. When I first told them I was going to transition, it wasn't again, some, they didn't throw a party for me. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like, it wasn't some like over enthusiastic thing. Like, no, it was a very, very difficult moment for my parents. And, um, so I have to give them a lot of credit. And I say, I say this, I'm going to, I'll say this to you as well, because now you're, you're a parent with a, a newly out transgender child. And, um, I actually posted about this on social media because I think that a lot of us transgender people who come to our parents and say, okay, this is who I am. And, now you must accept it. Well, it's like, well, that's not really the reality. You know, like sometimes it does take um, people a, a, a bit longer, especially parents um, to, I wouldn't say to come around, but kind of fall into the flow of this new, this new person. Like, obviously, you know, we're, we're the same inside, but we are going through some physical things. And so we have to learn to give our parents some grace and time, like a grace period, if you will, to kind of like, you know, go with the, the motion of things. It's again, it's not, a, it wasn't an overnight thing. I didn't look in the mirror and say, Yahoo, this is who I am. I was like, no, like I really, okay, like this is who I am. Great. Now, what can I do to like feel even more like myself? You know what I mean? So, um, I feel great now. I'm on a great, great journey. I'm on a great path. I, I'm, I really have no complaints, but that initial moment where I really came to terms with who I was, 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 uh, it was a moment. <laughs> well, I appreciate that so much that you're, you, you've, uh, you know, divulged some of that and gave me a little bit about your sure. journey. I mean, cause as a parent, yeah, I'm still kind of in shock. You know, I, yeah. I had no idea. Uh, you know, I, sure. I, I knew, 
that uh, my child, you know, was attracted to both. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we watch movies, and I I could see a guy and go, oh, it's a good looking dude, and I could see a girl, mm -hmm. that's a good looking girl, you know. And I know it's it's all fluid and such, but there's, mm -hmm. you know, to um, to just say, hey, I want to be a boy, and uh, and, right. and it's hard it's hard enough growing up without having that extra added pressure. And I'm sure mm -hmm. there was a little more pressure, in, you know, to to be one or the other or be what you always were and not change. Right. And uh, and but, hey, you've done it. You, you've gone through it. You're, you're over the top six years sure. now. I mean, and that's just a, a small facet of who you are. Or, or maybe it was who you always were. And, you know. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't know the ins and outs of it. My my brain is not wired the same way. But For maybe sure. you were always Bennett Breslow. And mm -hmm. the other person was somebody that was just growing, you know, holding a your place. Holder. Yeah. 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 Holding yeah, your place. Holder. You got it. For sure. All right. Yeah, for sure. Moving on. But you were singing with your sister growing up uh doing yeah. shows for the family. Uh, That's right. Does your sister still sing and does she duet with you? Um, no, actually, no. God bless my sister. She's um, she's a married lady now with two very young children. She's a credible, credible school teacher, and uh, yeah. So, so no singing for her. We'll we'll harmonize every once in a while in the kitchen, but uh, yeah, no. Those those were some really great moments growing up, and I'm glad I was able to share that. But yeah, no. She she's out there doing her thing. She really is incredible. So shout out to my sister. Any of those videos or recordings that the the parents might have taken? Because you know the guys at Star Search and and the Voice they want to they want to have that uh, background <laughs> video okay. as you you growing up. Whenever you do one of those exposés, hey Bennett Breslow was not always like this. Uh, he, he, you know uh, this is this is Bennett when he was uh, singing with his sister way back when. That's right. You know and yeah, uh, no, we we got tons of it. Ah videos and videos and videos that was the thing my dad was always walking around with like a, a video camera growing up so well being a, yeah, a creator himself he's a, a playwright you said he was uh, yeah. it, it, hey anything that uh got on on stage i'm guessing something mm -hmm. got on stage any of his stuff get on stage at all um published I think on small i think on smaller i think on smaller stages not not directly on broadway i i would have to ask him the names of some stuff but yeah no he stopped right when they found out i think it was around the time when uh they found out they were gonna adopt me so it, it was very quick i think from what i remember in terms of the transition from playwright to working for who do you, the college board what? The company that does the, the SATs. He gave up the playwriting yeah. when he adopted little, <laughs> little Bennett Breslow and he became yeah. a, a teacher or some kind of administrator, I guess. He like ran the whole thing pretty much. He was like, I think, believe he was like the director of the college board or something like that. Oh, you got himself a real job. Yeah. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, hey, real, it's tough being an artist, man. It really is. The entertainment business, is. The, the money's good, but the work's not steady. You got to hustle. Right. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not ready to do it, uh, yeah, you, you might want to have one of those fallbacks where they, you know, pay you enough to, to take care of a family. He did the right mm -hmm. thing, man. He He's a good dad. He, you know, he, a good hey, husband, man. good dad, and, and definitely uh, did the right thing. Gave, gave up a That's little bit right. about, of what he wanted to do uh to 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 make you better and that's what we do for Amen. our kids you know we work that's ourselves right. to the bone so our kids can have better 
And uh, so, Ben, Absolutely. I mean, you're you're growing up in, in a house. And uh, uh, what's what's your mom up into? Um, so both both of my parents now are retired, but my mom was uh, a freelance medical writer. So she would write about different uh, drugs that are on the market. And so like the pamphlets that you would see at like the doctor's office about different medications, she was the one writing those. Wow. That's talent. You know, you, <laughs> you, you know, the people need to know about what the, what's going in their bodies. And uh, I guess she had to have some kind of a medical knowledge uh, to, to know uh, what the drugs that, that are being prescribed are, are doing. Uh, so that's very smart. You know, I, I was, uh, I was in the, the medical business a little bit. I, I you know, and they oh, nice. worked in the ER uh, you know, oh, okay. as a EMT paramedic type Good thing, for you. it was, it was fun, man. It was a lot of fun. So, I mean, you're, you're growing up. What, what kind of, uh, what kind of trouble are you getting into, uh, or, or what kind of, uh, extracurricular activities and how, you know, were you a good student? Um, I was not, <laughs> I would say the best student. Uh, I definitely had my moments where I was just completely like I'm over school. I was a very big athlete. Um, I was like an all American basketball player pretty much. So, uh, I got, I ended up getting scouted for college. I went to college. I had a bit of an accident. So that went, there went the basketball, but, uh, that's, that's when I found music. That's how I start, chose to start making music. Cause I couldn't play basketball anymore. And the, the goal was to go four years, uh, in college and then go play professional basketball. So that, that would have been my life. <laughs> wow you know we, we always have crossroads in our life where things could have taken a different turn so without mm -hmm. that injury uh, people would not have known the bennett breslow singing That's they right. would have seen you shooting hoops you know playing basketball yeah yeah throwing up uh, it's amazing uh the turns and i mean I, let's get a timeline when did you graduate high school Ooh, 2005 2005 so 2005 yeah. you're out of high school uh you, mm -hmm. you know in new york city you're you got mm -hmm. the, the the big the big city um and what do you do um so i actually deferred for a year instead of going straight off to college i took a year off i got some life experience i got a couple jobs uh still play basketball obviously i had to stay in shape for uh for getting scouted and things like that. But yeah, I took that year off and I just lived life. And like I said, gained experience and learned some stuff along the way. And yeah. And then I went off to college. It was the end of August, 2006. I want to say, well, did you stay yeah. in the city? What kind of Joe jobs did you do? What kind of experience did you get? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I worked like I don't know. They were just like easy going jobs, really. Like it was like retail stuff. So okay. it wasn't, it, it wasn't like, I guess in terms of work, like I'll, I'll say this, I didn't really have a, a fully conventional job before that. Like I would work like little things here and there when I was a kid. So, um, but so it, it was like retail. It was this company. I don't know if they're still around. They're called Quicksilver. Okay. They, uh, like a surfing company. And, uh, so they had their, their flagship store out in Times Square. And so I would, I would work there and I was there for, I don't know, six months, I'd say half a, about a half a year, I want to say. And then I went to Quiznos. So in terms of the jobs, it was like, <laughs> like little stuff here and there, but, but I had, you know, I had some stuff I had to work through, I think, to actually be able to go away and have it you know, somewhat successful, obviously things didn't turn out great, but, um, yeah, so I, I just, it, it was, it was a learning experience, you know, 
Hey, I, hey don't discount Quiznos, man. Uh, don't discount Quiznos. It's mm, 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 toasty, man. You know, I started, <laughs> yeah, I was a kid. I, I worked so at uh, Swenson's Ice Cream and KFC. Nice. You know, so, uh, yeah, there's good experience there, man. You got. I think mm-hmm. any kid needs to work in fast food uh, at one time in their lives. And, For sure. And, and find out, you know, like serving people. You know, yeah, being in the service of people. It, it, mm. it, yeah, it's a good experience. It's good. You know, and you working on a, you know, in a basketball team, you know, teamwork. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. For sure. You know, put your kids in sports. Maybe not necessarily the ones where they bang their heads together too much. Man, there's there's controversy there. I, I don't know. I never played the foosball, but I, I I was a swimmer. You know, I was I was in the sweep nice. team. So uh, yeah, it's nice to have team skills and part of a uh, you know individual achievement mm-hmm. and uh the kids that are that are all getting uh prizes uh just for participation i don't know about that i think uh you have to win the game you know you have to learn how to win and learn how to lose sometimes that's right uh, you no, know it's I, true it's it's <laughs> a learning thing for sure you definitely do have to learn that you know and everybody i, I think I, I just heard nasa say uh you know like when their their rockets uh fail no it's not a failure mm-hmm. it's your first attempt at success i like I the way that. i like the way that's put and i notice okay people that are listening to the audio version there's little little hints about who you are in the background of the video version i see the american flag up there and i see star that's wars right. i see star oh, wars yes. hey that's the geeky universe man uh, tell me about I, I, it. I mentioned briefly when you were doing the Bieber thing that you were into mm. cosplay a little bit. That's kind of a geeky thing. But tell me about yep. you and Star Wars and America. America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I'm, I'm a proud American, man. Like I uh, I love my country. I love where I'm from. And uh, I just I love the flag and I love representing that. So that's uh that's that's what's up with the american flag with star wars star wars is i'm like a star wars super fan i've got tattoos my room that's just a small portion of my of my memorabilia it's pretty much all over the room but uh yeah no i was a young kid and it was like the anniversary of like the original trilogy or whatever and uh we were in walmart one day and my i was it was like me my sister my mom my dad and uh, they were selling this like commemorative box of like the three VHS tapes of the original. And so my dad bought it and showed it to us. And that was it. <laughs> Grandpa. That was, uh, that was it. Grandpa. Was what's just... a VH? What's a VHS tape? Grandpa. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> but no, man. Hey, and I'm sure you watched the movies that I didn't. I watched a different movie back in 1977 than you watched mm-hmm. on that box set. There was so no, much sure. extra added in. And uh, mm-hmm. yes, Guido shot first, or hands shot first. Hands yeah, shot right. first. Hands shot first. Yes. That, the t shirts, the memes. If you didn't see the version, were, were hands shot first. You just don't know. But, uh, you know, the, hey, you. Star Wars is this whole thing. It, it becomes mm-hmm. a part of you, you know, and I, I like Star Wars and Star Trek. Okay. And Doctor Who yeah. and, and all, and, you know, I, I'm into it all in Battlestar Galactica. And, and you know, I, mm-hmm. I like all things geekdom and I, I get to go to comic cons, but I, I guess man, New York, New York con is huge. What, oh have gosh. you, have you been to those? I went one time. 
and uh, it was years ago, but I was blown away. It was like one of the coolest experiences of my life. I love a convention, but with things like that, like Star Wars and like comics, I love comics. I love action figures and like collectibles and stuff. I was like in heaven. It's it's insane. What what's your comics? Uh, if you if you picked up a, a graphic novel, Ooh. what was your comic growing up? Uh, so I really liked Wolverine and Spider Man comics. Yeah, yeah, I loved. I I. I I don't know where it is, and it really bugs me because I had one. Uh, it was an X Men comic. It was like first edition. It was one of the originals that was like first made, and I have no idea where it went. But it was in great condition, so somebody has it. It's no, worth X- a lot of money. <laughs> X Men for me growing up was was really big, and I tried to figure out whether I'm more DC or more Marvel. And looking mm-hmm. back, you know, Captain America was my favorite, and Thor. And my favorite X Man is always going to be Gambit, you know the the Cajun yeah. lover with the uh, with the mm-hmm. cards and the charging. But I, I, I appreciate all that fantasy. Some people will dis- dismiss those uh, those films as fantasy, and they don't have substance. Yeah, but they do. That you know, there's mm-hmm. a reason why Star Wars has lived for so long because it it is the hero's journey it is For you sure. know the, the classic film that's just been brought up into the into the future i guess technically the past a long time ago in a galaxy far away <laughs> but right. i mean it, it affects people and it obviously it's affected me i mean i, I get excited when when I, I i see a poster like that i mean behind me sure. uh, i got my radio stuff but over that way there's you know superman mm-hmm. wonder woman and, you know there's superman wonder woman and and Batman, and I just said that I like <laughs> that I like uh, Marvel better. And there's the the holy trinity of DC, <laughs> DC uh, you know, yeah. staring at me in the in the in the face. But uh, but no, it, it's uh, it becomes a part of you. But uh, tell me about okay, you grow up, you get out of the house, you do your one year, mm-hmm. you go to college. Wh- what did you study? Mm-hmm. What did you want to be when you grew up? So it's like so random, like so random. So I so when I originally went left for school i had my major picked out it was like sports science with like a minor in kinesiology because you know i'm an athlete so that would make sense two days in i was like absolutely not i'm not doing this (laughs) this is like (laughs) was it the math was it the science was it the english what what was it i think it was all the above like i just wasn't i just wasn't having it i was like i can't i don't know what this is about like i just i can't get it so you ready for this so i went from that to equine science and stable management horses <laughs> you did horses what made you yeah. go to horses well was it a girl I just, I just, was it a guy was no, it somebody no not even no i just i love horses they're my favorite animal they're beautiful and majestic and um growing up in the city like we saw like the carriage horses and stuff and like unfortunately they're not treated the best and you know it's a big city so there really aren't that many stables like there are a couple actually uptown but in terms of like you know the country where it's like made for horse you know what i'm talking about like it's just a different environment so um so yeah no i was like this is what i want to do and i'm gonna do it and i started doing it we had to be up at the barn at like 5 a.m every day for barn duty and then 
our last barn duty was like nine at night. So it was like a very long day, seven days a week. And then I had basketball on top of that. And then it, again, like my, my college days were very short lived because I had an accident very early on into my schooling. But, um, yeah, no, I loved it. It was incredible. I loved the horses. So no, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale in the Davie area. They have a big rodeo there, and I I appreciate the yep. horses, and I appreciate people that take care of their horses. I am driving mm-hmm. around town here in Central Arkansas, and I happen to go by down this road, and there's a horse that's in, I guess, a makeshift, maybe a stable of sorts. You know, plastic covered. Oy. It's barely yeah. in the room is maybe three horses big so this horse is kind of walking in circles you need to have more room if you're going to keep an animal like that a a majestic animal a big a big animal you need need big space and i can imagine Mm -hmm. that that you 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 feel it if if a horse hasn't been is it isn't being treated or any animal you know i'm sure sure. even in the equine you're kind of branching out a little bit more veterinarily is that even a word veterinarian? But you, it should be if it isn't. <laughs> but uh, you know, you 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 feel it when animals are are not treated the best they can be. But uh, yeah, sure. I wish that horse had more space. But can I say anything? Hey, it belongs to somebody else. And That's right. should I get in a conflict? No, not really. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, is it worth it? I feel for the horse, man, and and it hurts my heart. But uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't go far in the in the equine. That you didn't finish that. No, uh-huh. no. I ended up leaving. I ended up leaving school maybe three months after it started. All right. It, it was just college was not my. Th- it was not it for me. It was a very. It was probably one of the hardest times of my life. Oh, I've so, been to college hey, a bunch hey, of times. Most of the time, it's for yeah. like a certificate. I think vocationally. That is where it's at for me. I did like electronics Mm -hmm. and firefighting. That was like a, you know, two months, a semester here, a semester there, you know, just enough to get that, you know, the EMT was a two semesters. Mm -hmm. The paramedic was another year, you know, so it was a short term goals rather than doing Mm -hmm. these long, you know, chemistry, not for me, you know, you know, the chemistry, the, the math, the science, it's just. It's hard to shove all that book knowledge. You, you want to get out in the street and, and get to work. And, and that's, sure. what you, that's what you're doing with the music career. You, you're on the streets exactly. and getting to work. So tell me about, you know, where are you uh, finding your beginnings of Bennett Breslow, the entertainer, the performer, live on stage? Are you doing uh, karaoke nights? Are you doing uh, open mics? Are you jumping into studios? How are you finding these people? Yeah, so um, I actually have my own studio at home, very small bedroom studio. But uh, any song that you hear from me, I've I've done myself. Uh, I record, I mix and master all my music. Nice. Uh, I make the beats from scratch. Uh, I just, I love, <laughs> yeah, I just love. <laughs> I just love it. I, it's just the process for me is really what it's about. And I love being able to say that um, I've created like something like that just has no time limit, has no time frame. That is just like this thing that's going to go on forever and ever. And I think that's, that's a really beautiful thing that, that kind of gets overlooked with music. 
you know. Oh, those that uh, that are listening to the audio version of this uh, didn't see the look of surprise on my face when he said he <laughs> makes his own beats. Okay, it's one thing to sing over somebody else's beats, to rap over somebody else's beats. I know that there's people that spend so much time making mm-hmm. beats it takes a lot of time yes if you open up your fruity loops your fl studio it's going to come with mm-hmm. a, a a sample beat but then really right. the discerning person could it's very time consuming to make beats mm-hmm. i know i've tried i've played with those things you know because uh because back in the back in the 1900s when i was a baby dj we would uh uh, steal is an accurate word a sample we'd sample <laughs> other people's music and sing over the top of it and rap over the top of it and that's how we yep. got our beats but now you can't do that because there's no. legality oh they're gonna take you to court yeah <laughs> which which is well within their right yes uh the, you know somebody took the time to make this music you don't want somebody ripping you off but that's bennett right. breslow you just got more respect from me how are you making Thank your you. beats man so it's it's a combination of a lot of things. It could just be I whip out my guitar and, you know, I find inspiration in that or um, I'll take loops and chop them up and do all different kinds of things to them and kind of remake the sound. Um, or I'll get on the piano and just start, I don't know, playing a few keys and see where it kind of leads me. And then it's this like trickle effect of one thing leads to another and then another. And just yesterday I made a new beat and I was on the computer for like 12 hours. I think it was, I got on the computer at like eight o'clock in the morning. And I think I got off the computer at like eight or nine o'clock at night. Yeah, <laughs> See what I'm saying? Either, either just- even with like the snap, to to place you know all you, yep. you know the drum's going to be exactly right it's going to be four and four mm-hmm. or, or you know one and five whatever whatever beat you want you could snap them right into place but 12 hours to get the beat just right to get the drops to get yeah. the fills to get the hi-hat to get the 808 to get all these different little sounds in the right place yeah. and then you gotta you know all, all through this I, I you know the advantage is that you have the song in your head you kind of know what you want when you were singing it when you were writing it you go oh i want this but then Mm -hmm. to make it yourself hey you just kind of uh disclosed you play guitar how how good are you at playing guitar and when did that happen oh my gosh i I, here's the thing right by now i should be like a pro and i'm not i really don't even i'll be honest i really don't know how to play the guitar like i'm not trained my parents bought me my first guitar at seven years old they threw me in guitar lessons for years and with my adhd like i just couldn't focus so like it literally it was terrible i felt terrible about it but now like everything that i do is just based on sound so if something sounds good like i'll play a couple i guess through chords like i'm learning um but yeah before like a couple months ago when i like buckled down was like okay i want to learn how to actually play the guitar like i'll pay attention whatever i'll stay focused i was literally just playing by ear like if something sounded good to me and it had a little you know spice to it uh i'd make it into a song and like that's what i've been doing and like now again like i feel like i should really take the time to learn these things but yeah no like i i i I'm good, but not professionally good. <laughs> well, Ben and Breslow, that's just another another niche. Uh, another, that's if right. you, you go to a rap show or a hip hop show, 
and then here's mm-hmm. Bennett Breslow with a guitar strapped on his on his back and or in his ch- mm-hmm. chest, and huh, people are going to freak out. They're going to go. Yeah. That's just a little extra added bonus that they did not expect. You know, so if exactly. you can play two chords, man, two finger Ted, you know, if you can play anything, yeah. if any sound that sounds any kind of good comes out of the guitar that you've been playing, mm-hmm. that they're going to, that's going to add more flavor to your show. That's fantastic, man. But I'm kind Thank of a you. gearhead. I like things to sound mm-hmm. right. Even on this podcast, I went ahead and obviously I got the, the sure SMB sitting here, SMB seven sitting here. There you it, go. Nice it, setup. It, 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 it's really good. It sounds good. I got the, you know, a road, uh, the road podcaster that makes everything nice. mix right. But tell me about yeah. the gear. Are people that have home for studios sure. for about a thousand bucks, maybe two, you can mm-hmm. have yourself a home set up. I mean, tell me about the 100%. gear that you have set up. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've got I've got some really great stuff. Uh, I'm very keen on being cost efficient, so budget friendly. Um, so for my audio interface, I used the Focusrite Scarlet Solo, really liked it, um, read a lot about it. So I started doing that a couple of years ago, got that. And then I used the, I think the 770, the MX, MXL, have you ever heard of MXL? Oh yeah. They make microphones. Yeah. I've been using those since I started making music. I used the 770. Um, for headphones, I used the uh, Sony. These are the MDRs, the studio monitors. Love these because I live at home with my parents, so I don't have like actual studio speakers, right. the monitors, so I mix and do all my stuff on my headphones. Um, and then for my computer, this is where I kind of like went fully fully in and i built uh, i love tech i'm big on electronics and technology so i built a custom uh pc um and it's i guess it'd be considered like a gaming computer yeah. just because like it's, it has high-end parts but um just with the magnitude in terms of like how i make my music i need my stuff to be running efficiently and like i i, I needed that that real big upgrade in terms of uh the computer just to make things work properly. So that's pretty much. And then for my guitar, I have a Squire. They're a company that's owned by Fender. Yep. It's an acoustic guitar. And then um, for my keyboard, it's an Alesis, I believe. The, yeah, the V49. Um, really like that. Really good. Uh, I started on the, oh, what was it? Akai, the smaller yeah little uh, keyboard yeah keyboard yep um and that's really my my gear i don't have a whole a whole lot of stuff but uh i like what i have because it can do so much like i don't need a ton of equipment nor oh and i have a, a um an electronic drum kit as well that uh so I can play the drums and not annoy my parents, but <laughs> but you okay? Yeah, that's nice that you yeah, have the electronic. You, yep. you can put the headphones on and and although here mm-hmm. is a little tap 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 here exactly. and there, but you have the ability to make a full sound. You have a, a whole band mm-hmm. in your room with the acoustic guitar, the keyboard, oh the electric guitar too, electric yeah. guitar as well, and then yeah. you know plus the uh, the drum kit. So you mm-hmm. are, are are so self sufficient. You really don't need much more than that. 
So, uh, yeah, you say you scrimp a little bit, but uh, but you don't really. <laughs> you know what you like, and you get the pieces right. that fit together properly. I mean, before I, I hit record on this thing, we were talking about, mm. you know, this is a new computer, so I was having a, a little trouble getting your video up there. But, yeah, yep. I got an MSI gaming computer, nice. you know, all the bell, bells and whistles. Uh, you know, into, yeah. it's, it's only got the i7, but it's the 11th generation with the uh, GeForce in it, uh, 30s. Oh, the, um, 3060 i got the i7 as well with the g g-force as well see <laughs> you know and i, I yeah. do a lot of I, hey i i also stream video games and i i do karaoke parties mm-hmm. and and dj as well so it's nice it's nice to have if you're gonna if you're gonna put your mind to the business whatever business you want to do you got to get the right tools for the job and it's it's nice that you divulged and you said look it could because all your stuff that you put out on youtube uh you know it, it is high quality i can tell Thank that you. you are discerning yeah you know there's there's the joke about the soundcloud dj and they'll record right. something on their iphone and put it out not e- i can't even say it's half but it's it's like it's like not it's not showing what you could do and it does a disservice to your talent if you just get on the iPhone and and I, I man I, I don't want to do I don't want to knock the quality of iPhone because yeah you can make whole uh, feature movies using an iPhone good job right. iPhone you've done well no I know what you mean but no. but you need to to have the ability to to process to mix to master what you said you do yeah you know and there's a and, real industry yeah. standard there's not a lot of people that can do it all by themselves. There's a rare, it's a rare uh, person, but it is time consuming. It took you 12 hours to make one beat. So people, dedication, (laughs) that's dedication, man. That's devotion. You You want this, you want this. Mm -hmm. And and if you, you you know, if you do what I did today and peruse your, your YouTube, you're out there, you're already doing shows. So tell me about the shows that people can find you at man or, or, or if they want to go to yeah, a bennett sure. breslow show are you going to be the studio musician or you do you want to break out and go on tour you know all over new york all over the country all over the world where does bennett breslow want to go yeah for sure so i definitely want to in in the long term that's that's definitely the long-term goal is touring and and traveling worldwide i it's funny when I first started working with Joya, she asked me what what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do as an artist, and I said I want to travel the globe performing. It's like that's it, far and wide. I want to be able to put on a show for people because it's not just about the the show for me. Like I, I really do try to bring something that makes everybody watching feel like they're a part of it, and it, they're not just watching it, you know, or hearing a new song or a new artist. No, they, I want them to feel immersed in it. So. Um, right now we're working on getting some physical shows going, but for the most part, um, I do my virtual stuff. I perform on Instagram live every Saturday night, 8 PM. Come check me out. And, uh, I do covers. I do my original music and we just have a good time. It's, it's, it's nice. I was doing sessions for a while and unfortunately, uh, sessions live shut down, but, um, yeah, so I've I've moved over to Instagram, but and I do TikTok as well every so often, but it's really Instagram and yeah. So for right now, Saturdays 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, come check me out. 
Well, you and, say you, uh, you do TikTok every so often. I looked at your TikTok, man. You you got, mm-hmm. you know, it's like hit after hit after hit. You, you put a lot of content out on TikTok. Has it? Okay, my mm-hmm. brother's on TikTok. He's the only one that I follow on TikTok, and he does mm-hmm. like a little news, um, like a three-minute snippet of news. Nice. He's, he's got hundreds of thousands of followers, you know, but it's, awesome. it, it, it's amazing what you can do. I, I hope that it's paying you back, you know, in dividends, either in 100%, either in exposure or, you know, you know, I, I see that you're doing very well on, on your Instagram. And I hate that I said it mm-hmm. that way, but that's the, that's what, what promoters and record companies and people that, that hire other people out, they go, what kind of a following does he have? That's oh. it. That's what you care about. You know, it used to be. Uh, I went to go see him at a show. He rocked the house. Now it's how many followers does he have on his Instagram? Yep. You know, and you did that all by yourself, man. You know, or Thank you, maybe yep. a little bit of help here and there from from your friend that you already said about. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, it's all Bennett Breslow. It's all That's you. It. You know, you against the world. Not you against the world. You for the world. You wanted to be That's a part right. of the world and letting the world see you. You're going to be seen, sure. man. I want you to be seen. So, I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. As we wind this thing down, I know I've taken some time from you, and I'm glad that you no, came on the good. show. But uh, I don't want this, this to be the last time that we talk. By no means, we've only scratched Absolutely. scratched the surface of who Brennan Bre- sure. Bennett Breslow is. You know, there's, right. there's so much more to come. I want you to come back and talk and, and promote shows. Is there, are there any shows that you, that people can come see you at, or you want them to come, uh, you know, to your Instagram, 8 PM Eastern standard time on, uh, on right. Saturday nights. Yes. Uh, right now I don't believe I have anything physical. Okay. I think I, I just have my virtual shows, but, um, we are working hard to get those physical shows in place because uh, the stage is my favorite place to be. And I just be, love being able to exude that energy to the people who are watching and listening. So um, we're definitely working on physical shows. But uh, as of right now, just, yeah, come check me out. Instagram Live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have a lot of fun. So I'm excited for it. All right, so many people, so many places to be in New York City. There's got to be a space for Bennett Breslow to play. That's right. Come on, (laughs) come on, people, hire him out. Hey, um, how do how do you want them to find you? Do you want them to slide into your DMs, business only, or 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 pleasure? Maybe I don't know. Whatever you're open to. I mean, if if they do if they do find you on Instagram and they slide into your DMs, what are you open to? Collaborations, Mm -hmm. uh, solo. Do you have a band? You. Do you have people that work that you work with? No, actually. Uh, when I perform, as of right now, it's just backing tracks. I'm I'm big on that because I do a lot of harmonizing in my songs, and uh, that's a big, big thing for me. So I do uh, have my backing tracks now. But yeah, eventually one day I would love a band. I would love background singers to kind of come in and help out with those harmonies. Uh, but yeah, I think just right now we're doing the, the virtual stuff and, but yeah, so like come find me on Instagram. That that's, that's where I'm at all the time. Like you said, I'm constantly posting stuff. So, uh, that that's really been like the key to where I'm trying to build my, my following is that and TikTok. I'm trying to grow on TikTok as well, but, um, yeah. And I'm always, I'm always open to collaborations. Um, as long as, as long as the artist is serious and it's not just some like, you know, 
at the end of the day, I, I hate to put it this way, but I'm a professional and I do have a, a level that I try to maintain in terms of professionalism and standards. So no offense to anybody, but you know, I, I've been there, done that kind of at this point in, in my career. I've been doing this a long time and um, it's just nice to be able to see growth. You know, I think for anybody who does anything. Um, so yeah, again, I'm always open to collaborations contact me shoot me a dm and uh yeah let's chat yeah it's hard to be in a band together you know to get people uh to be where they're supposed to be at a certain time certain mm -hmm. place you know it's much easier to be what you are self-sufficient you know have a laptop yep. and a keyboard and accompany yourself or, or the guitar yep. you know or or the drum kit you know i i can exactly. you know if you take one of those instruments with you to a bennett breslow show and and show off that you have the skills to pay the bills if you were that's right you know but uh hey i saw the videos very professional man you can't be filming those by yourself who's doing those Thank for you, you? which the, the music videos the music videos yeah no i did those myself <laughs> i stuck a <laughs> i stuck i stuck my camera on a tripod and then i just went to town with the editing this is me with the amaze like face <laughs> again here is the amaze face <laughs> I, I, I will i will give it to my dad there are a few that he helped me shoot but okay. for the most part what you see is really just me standing in front of a camera on a tripod amazing <laughs> man i'm a child of the mtv era i i, I, yes. I graduated in 1986 way back in the 1900s so i remember <laughs> when mtv was brand new and they actually used to play music videos and that was part I of an remember. artist thing you know after the the 70s it, it were over the 80s came around and you not only had to be talented on on musicianship you had to be pretty mm -hmm. and uh That's you got right. it all man you got it all bennett breslow thank you you're talented you're I pretty and uh people need to see you <laughs> they need to hear you they need to see you uh but uh i want you to give shout outs thank to people you. that have helped you along the way if you want to give credit where credit is due you've already given a couple more shout outs you could say those those names again and then we'll wind for this sure. thing down and take it home. Absolutely, yeah. So I just want to give a big shout-out once again to you for having me. It, it's a pleasure, and I will most definitely come back to join you again without a doubt. This has been great. I need to give a big shout-out to Joya and the Friendship Society for just holding me down and, and you know, putting in the hard work and, and, you know, working with me and all the above that they do. Big shout-out to my family, my best friend Hazel, love her she's been my biggest supporter with everything that i've done in the last like six seven years so big shout out to hazel and just everybody who supports me you know it, it's it's easy to say I, i've got you know a friend or a fan and x y and z but to have people who really stick behind you and say no like he's going to be somebody and and i love his music and you know he's passionate and i see that 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 really means a lot to me and um so shout out to everybody who just shows me love because it doesn't go unnoticed and that's it all right well i'll put all the links to the various points of view i know you have a, a website i am bennettmusic.com and then i have all mm -hmm. your social links that'll be linked in the in the space below as it were but uh, i usually finish these things off with last words for the people this could be words to live by something you heard mm -hmm. a long time ago maybe a mantra that you wake up with every morning or just whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Bennett Breslow, give the last words for the people. Sure. I would say that don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. We are, we are all capable of achieving what we want to achieve in life. 
I've, I've come from the bottom, bottom to literally like, this is the best moments that I've ever lived ever. Uh, when nobody really believed in me to where I am now is a complete different person. So I just want to say to anybody who's watching this and you have a dream, you have a goal out there. Don't stop until you reach it. I don't care how old you are. I don't care your circumstances, what you're doing in life, go out there and fight for what you love. And I promise it's going to reward you. There you have it, party people. Bennett Breslow. So many facets of who that man is. Yeah, the boy from New York City <laughs> and going out to the world. I encourage you, check out the YouTube. If you don't do anything else, check out his YouTube. Uh, just look up Bennett Breslow on, on YouTube or click the link below and you'll find some great content. And uh, he says he wants to get his TikTok up. So if you're hanging out on TikTok, give him a click. Give him a like, do it. Check out the content that is Bennett Breslow. And it's pretty much one man show all him. That's talent. That's talent. That's rare. And, and it's not, it's, it's, it's good product. He's produced himself. You could tell by watching and listening to the, uh, the content that he puts out there. He cares. He cares about what he puts out there. So, uh, yeah. So glad to have you, Bennett Breslow, on the show. Thanks for being on the What Makes You Famous podcast. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. Now, if you, I'm turning my attention to you, my loyal listener, if you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email keysdan at aol.com. That's it for me. It's keysdanradiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan email info at radiowhat.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keysdan enterprises incorporated at keysdan.com thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some great, great quotes you don't get something for nothing you can't have freedom for free neil pert the music you want radio what dot com Hey guys, this is Shelly G. She said, what? Well, you are going to have to listen to the countdown to hear what I say. And make sure to keep listening to Radio What for more information and trivia. She said, what?